Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm at the Indianapolis NFL Scouting Combine. I'll tell you all about it here coming up in just a second. Todd Bulls, Jason Light, expected to speak today, along with some other coaches, including Raheem Morris and Dave Canales. We have confirmed they are in Indianapolis. They are here. And you know how I know they're here? Because I was on the team plane. And when I say team plane, I mean Southwest Airlines. (laughs) So not a huge shock necessarily, although I did wonder – why, when you have 30-plus members of the organization, you're taking Southwest. But that's just me. Um, but, no, it was it was kind of funny. We had like a 7.30 nonstop flight to Indy. And, um, you know, you look up and, hey, there's Todd Bowles. Hey, there's a bunch of coaches. Hey, there's Jason Light. Hey, there's the whole organization. Um, so, yeah, we kind of dominated that flight, which made me feel safe because I would have been way below the fold if something had happened. But... It didn't, thankfully, and um, and we all made it safely to Indianapolis. And now, Jason Light will go about the business of trying to sign players, and Baker Mayfield at the top of the list. And man, we've got a uh, a mean tweet. I would would you call this a mean tweet? We'll get to this in a second, but I I think it's kind of a mean tweet on Baker. Mayfield. It's a mean tweet, but it's not us. So a little bit us, but yeah, but it's mostly aimed at Baker. But it's mostly aimed at why do you say this about Baker? Kind of right. thing. So. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, I got it. I don't know, Steve, whether you should take credit or I should take credit, but we've been asking the voters for weeks now to to vote USF in the top 25, and obviously they were listening. Well, we know all the coaches you know, around college basketball listen to sports. Oh, no question. I, I, I mean, wasn't sure that the writers do, but now it's confirmed. <laughs> now we know. Now we know, the, especially the hoops writers. Now, actually, we had absolutely nothing to do with it, and neither did anybody else except the players themselves who actually play the game. So, you know, you may have called them out and said, hey, they should be in the top 25. Well, you know what? They earned it. They won games, and now they are. First time They won 13 in a row. Yeah, they won, and they won, and they won, and they won. But I didn't realize this. First time ever in the top 25, which is really cool, like 50 years of basketball. Yeah, no, that's it's incredible, and it's the the turnaround that Amir Abdul Rahim and the the players that he brought with them and the new guys coming in have done for this program has been outstanding. And remember, they got off to a slow start to start the season. They did. You know, they kind of had to find themselves in this, but you know, by the time they hit conference play, I mean, what thir- fourteen and one in the conference, thirteen wins in a row, already have clinched a share of it with three games to go. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, I mean, they don't play again till Saturday at Charlotte, but by then they may have already clinched the number one seed in the conference. It's so great, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's three or four teams that could tie them technically, so probably mm-hmm. by Saturday it won't be clinched. But if they win Saturday, they clinch it. So they just need one win, and with three games to go, and they'll have number one seed in the conference tournament. Um, it's been an incredible turnaround. I mean, and we've talked about this, but if you would have told me last August. The football team would 
go to a bowl game and, and win, what, 45 nothing or whatever it was? Bowl eligible. When they had won, yeah, what, yeah. four games in three years or something well, like that? One against an FBS school yeah. in three years. Yeah. Like, you know, and they go to a bowl game and dominate it and the biggest mm-hmm. shutout ever in a, in a bowl game history. Right. And then, then the basketball team gets off to an okay start, but now has won 13 in a row. Is in line to win the conference, the most conference wins ever. I mean, you go through the stats and, and the accolades they have. I mean, that's incredible what they've done. Stupid, yeah. And and kudos to Abdul Rahim, his staff, the players. Um, you know, and, and it's it's a fun fun brand of basketball to watch. Um, they're never out of a game. Mm. Uh, there's been lots of comebacks, and then they almost gave one up the other day against Florida Atlantic, but they held on. Yep, um, they know how to win. They can shoot. They can. They can play defense. It's fun to watch, and it's you know, what two thousand? What was it? Twelve? They went to the tournament. Stan Heath, yeah. And since then, basketball has been pretty much nothing in this town. Right outside when the Raptors were here for a COVID season. I, you know, I think Seth Greenberg had a team that was competitive, but they they didn't make the tournament and. You know, going back even before that, the beginning of, you know, the Charlie Rose and, and all that. Um, but this is obviously to turn something around as quickly as he did, and it helped that he brought some players with him, right? Um, but this is this has just been special. And, and what's cool about it is there's this great meme that, that um, you know, the coach has where he says this ain't – and I'm not going to misquote it, but it's like this isn't – we're not the old USF anymore or something like that. Um, and they're not, you know, they, they, they do not blink, um, whether they're ahead or behind, um, they'll choke teams out if they have to, they'll make clutch shots down the stretch. Like they're just about winning. And they started this winning thing. Like you said, 13 straight. Um, that's what you have to be when you enter the tournament, you got to be playing well and they're playing really well. And they've been playing well for a long time. So you know, to be ranked in the top 25, which – what would that transfer to, Steve, if you were talking about a 64-team tournament? Are you a – if you're in the top 25, are you like at least a four seed? A, a, well, in theory, I mean, in theory, 25 would be the first seven seed. First seven, okay. All I right. I mean, if you're going purely in order Yeah, four of, ones, you know, four twos, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if, if – you know, but we also know that they don't – the committee doesn't take it in the order of the – No, the, they don't. Coaches they don't. But – you know, at, at, you know, I, I've seen USF at like a twelve, but that was two weeks ago. Yeah, you know, I mean, but if they keep so winning, seven to ten, we think probably somewhere. I, I think there's a good chance. I mean, you know, tell me how they finish the the regular season. Tell me how what they do in the conference tournament. I don't think they have to win it. No, they probably have to get to the final the first round. Yeah, you know, against a team that you should beat. Yeah, you know, there's, I mean, because their strength of schedule is not very good, and and their non conference they played a pretty weak schedule yeah because the conference and, isn't very good yeah i mean there's a couple even though memphis was good they've come you know they're not nearly as good now those coastal florida yeah. atlantic went to the final four last year so you've got a couple teams in there but overall you know not a real strong conference and then because they have all these net went one and net two wins and you know there's a whole formula for it now almost that they mm-hmm. follow so while they're 25th in the country the committee doesn't have them at 25 in the country as far as you know, when they're going through. So, mm-hmm. but you know, look, you keep winning, you're in. I mean, first of all, you win your conference tournament, you're automatic. You're automatic. That's the best way. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, if they can, you know, even if they lose one of these last three games, 
and they get to their conference tournament or they get to the conference final, I, I, I think they're probably in. That's pretty awesome. I mean, that's that's really awesome for them. And just to be, you know, the first time to, to win the conference the way they have at least a at least a share and can win it outright here in the next couple of weeks, that's that's pretty cool. And it, it is. It's a good quality of basketball. Credit him for bringing some players in here. Um, they can beat you a lot of ways with the three. They can beat you running. Uh, they play great defense and they don't panic in, in clutch situations. They make free throws. Like they just, whatever it takes to win. In some games, they're not as good as others. Um, but they, but at the end, they're they're on a roll. They get the dub. They know how to finish games. So it's been fun to watch. The football was great to watch. Good for USF and good for college sports in general in Tampa Bay. I mean, this is what we should be. Um, just adds to the, you know, the entertainment, sports entertainment that we already have. So um, happy for them, for sure. Uh, they're also, uh, I mean, I mean, have you been watching any spring training? Have you watched any of these games? I watched the game the other day. It got tied nine to nine. I, I haven't and, seen much. I listened a little bit on the radio over the weekend. Uh, yeah. So I was traveling around. Mm-hmm. This, uh, and we remember him last year, this junior, Kim uh, and Arrow. This dude, this dude is raking. I know he's not going to start the season in the majors, but Kevin well, Cash, he, he probably won't. I mean, you could play your way onto the roster and then injuries, of course, can you get an injury or something. Yeah. But remember, I mean, he came up all the way from double A double to, to the majors, which the Rays typically don't do that. No, that's a big leap. Yeah. Which also shows you what they think of him. Yeah. Yep. And at the well, time they kind of needed an offensive spark. So I think they were, you know, trying, hopefully he was going to help that too, but, mm-hmm. but it shows that they think he's, you know, if not ready, very close to being ready for the Bangers. Yeah. As Cash said, he, he, so he hit a home run, another home run, and Cash said he's not surprised. He said, there's a reason he's the number three prospect in baseball. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. He said the guy hit 30 home runs last year. He's going to hit a lot of home runs throughout his career. 30 home runs between double A and the majors is pretty darn good. Um, likely headed to AAA, as you said. And, uh, you know, he'll be back up here because of injuries and other things that happen, or maybe he'll just force his way back in. Um, but he's off to a, just a great start in spring training. You know, sometimes guys just feel comfortable. You know, sometimes it just clicks. Um, I'm sure when you first come up to the majors, it's a huge adjustment and, you know, you go through some struggles and you got to find your way out of that. But to get back in it, you know, this year uh, with, with what he experienced last year, he, he certainly is. Now, I don't know where you play him, though. Like, I don't know. Is he a shortstop? Is he a third base? He's baseman? probably going to play third base long term. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, that, that'll that be when when he's ready, Isak Paredes will end up being moved out most likely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying this year. I'm saying you know when they, whenever they feel he's whenever ready to he's take over he's the guy to take it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's probably run, a third baseman, thirty home run hitter. I mean, that's the power you need from that position. So the future's bright, man. They got they got some great prospects, and obviously they're not shy about playing the younger guys. So that's always good. All right, we've got a, uh, I guess you would call it male. Um, it's an email, not very complimentary, certainly not about me or, or Baker Mayfield, but we'll get to that in just a second. Try to answer this question for this guy. 
So you want to stay tuned for that because it's it's many, many layers <laughs> to the question. Anyway, I want to tell you guys about that, uh, you know, for the past 14 years, the skilled pros at May Electric Solar, yeah, they've been installing solar energy systems throughout Florida. Now, they provide the most reliable solar equipment, the best installation methods and service, while helping homeowners cut energy costs with an environmentally friendly investment. May Electric Solar uses their own skilled employees, never subcontractors. They've always offered the safest and most reliable equipment. Well, now May Electric Solar offers a 30-year no-cost equipment replacement and labor warranty. Think about that. That means for 30 years, May Electric Solar, backed by Solar Insure, means that your roof, your electrical and equipment replacement is all covered. Solar Insure even survives May Electric Solar. It's owned by the homeowner with no deductibles or additional fees. And this policy will transfer to a new homeowner with no fee. This is not a blanket insurance policy. In fact, only the best contractors are allowed to be part of its program. May Electric Solar's reputation and their history for workmanship has earned them this membership. To learn more about May Electric Solar's installation and their 30-year warranty, call 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. I, I want to go through this uh, rather lengthy email. I mean, I don't know if it's directed at me or Baker or both, but um, so Scott Shimer, it's S-H-I-M-E-R. I want to get this right. Maybe it's Shimmer. I don't know. Regardless, Scott, you have a way with words, my man. So he says one question about Baker and his worth. Now, mind you, this starts with one question. It ends up being... (laughs) uh, We could actually count the questions, but Scott, this is not one. So the first thing I would say is, man... Why don't I add these up? So his first question is, do you think about Baker? He could win a Super Bowl with the Bucs? That's one question. If the answer is no, or you say he needs A, B, and C on his team, which the Bucs can't afford if they pay him $40 million a year, then don't sign him. You sports writers are so quick to point out that he had 4,044 yards, an average of 237 yards per game, 28 and 10, 28 touchdowns, 10 interception year. But you leave out such facts as Philly was just an awful team when we beat them. Needing to beat the lowly Giants in week 17, they were throttled 24 to 10. First of all, I don't think 24 to 10 is being throttled, but that's me. So that beating was nothing spectacular, was it? And in the Detroit game, you stated he came within a drive of tying the game, didn't you? And what happened quickly on that drive? Yeah. Mr. 40 million through an interception when a Brady or a Mahomes would drive it for a TV. Oh, I'm going to take that one out. You also left out the 137-yard Carolina game. The 47% games and the 51% game, and how that great 9-8 and eight and divisional title came against mainly poor competition as besides Green Bay. Who did they beat during the regular season that was worth a blank? They will regret wasting their money on him. And no, I'm not a Trask should have played guy. Although, <laughs> I love this, although he never got a chance. But why not draft an agile quarterback as opposed to what? Like, is Baker not mobile? Or even uh, Jordan Travis, he spelled that wrong, rehab him and give him 
the pieces we need instead of a former number one pick on his fourth team. Scott. Woof. There's a lot to unpack there, as they say, Steve. Uh, lots. <laughs> I'm glad it was one question, <laughs> however. One, let's see, one, two, <laughs> three, four, five. When I see six question marks in the email. That's just for punctuation, <laughs> but yeah, one question. I only got one about Baker and his worth. Do you think he could win a Super Bowl with the Bucks? Um, yeah, I think he could if if the team was good enough around him. I mean, I don't think, you know, I think there's some quarterbacks in this league and very few. Mahomes is certainly one. Brady was one. Um, that can lift a team sort of on their shoulders and elevate it to the point where they're, you know, they're not, in other words, the team might not be as good as the quarterback's ability to to win with them, if that makes sense. Like they just they just they just take the team and put it on their shoulders. I was gonna say, how many quarterbacks in the league today would you say Oh very I few. Could put them on any team and they have a shot to win a Super Bowl? I, I think I mean I think very few. I mean, would you Are, say that about Josh Allen? Mm, not sure. Would you say it about Lamar Jackson. Game to game, maybe, but not he didn't he wasn't able to do it in the mm. biggest moment, right? With the best defense in the NFL. Good point. Yeah. Uh would you say it about Justin Herbert? Or no. you know, go go through the quarterbacks. Joe Burrow at times when he was healthy. But and he hasn't won a Super his Bowl. His biggest thing is can he stay healthy? I mean Yeah. You know, there's not a ton of quarterbacks out there you would just go, I can put them on any team and they got a shot. Right. There's Mahomes. I mean, you gave me. I mean, there's some that you think, well, I mean, if the team's decent around them, yeah. He gave us two. He gave us Mahomes and Brady. I mean, really? Maybe the two greatest ever. I mean, we'll see what Mahomes ends up. They got 10 Super Bowls between them, man. Was Joe Montana not available in this conversation? Terry Bradshaw? I mean, is he those guys? No, he's not. But you know what? There's not many of those guys that ever played in the league. So what are we talking about if we don't have – so if Baker Mayfield is not going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and he's not going to win multiple Super Bowls, then let's get rid of him. That's sort of what it boils down to. Um you know, the whole, you know, you leave out such facts as Philly was an awful team and we beat them. Well, they weren't playing very well. I'll grant you that. I don't think they're an awful team if you were 10-2. and two. I mean, at some point, they were a pretty damn good team. Oh, and by the way, they beat the Bucks earlier in the season, didn't they? Handled them pretty damn good. So it wasn't like you looked at the Eagles and you said, boy, that's a terrible team. They weren't playing well, okay? And I think the Bucks had something to do with it that day. I think the Bucks played very well and they had answers for everything, including the tush push or the brotherly shove or what have you. So, you know, it's it's easy to say, well, that's that win was pretty easy. Yeah, it's true. They lost to the Giants in week 17. 24 to 10 is not being throttled, but whatever. 
Um, and then he says, in the Detroit game, you stated that he came one drive from tying the game. Didn't you? Yeah, because you know why? Because he came one game, one drive from tying the game. That's why I said it. Because that's a fact. I mean, they had the ball with a minute. Um, you know, they had some timeouts. And, yes, the first pass, uh, he throws an interception, so the game was over. Was not the best decision, was not the best throw. But, in fact, when they took over, he was one touchdown drive away and one minute to go with a couple timeouts that he could have, you know, been in a position to win that game. And he put him, he put them in that position. I think the defense let him down late in the game, to be honest with you. Um, and what happened quickly on that drive? Yeah, Mr. 40 million, never said 40 million, threw an interception, and I love this part, when a Brady or Mahomes would have driven them for a TD. So how did we get here? We're going from... Yeah, you want to give Baker Mayfield all this money. Well, you know what? He's not Tom Brady, and he's not Patrick Mahomes, is he? Well, who the hell is? I mean, no, he's not. He's Baker Mayfield. You know who he's also not? He's not Kyle Trask. He's not Jameis Winston. I don't know exactly what quarterback you think you're going to get here, but he's not those guys. Um, let's see. Yeah, Mr. 40 million threw an interception when Brady Mahomes would have driven him for a TD. You also left out the 137 yard Carolina game, the 47% games, which I wrote about extensively, and the 51% game, and how that great nine and eight in divisional title came against mainly poor competition. So, besides Green Bay, which apparently doesn't count, I don't know why it should. It was up there. They were a playoff team. Uh, who did they beat during the regular season that was worth a blank? Yeah, they're going to regret wasting money on him. And I'm not a trash, should have played guy, as we said. Um, listen, if you don't like Baker Mayfield, that's fine. Really, it is. It's fine. Okay? You want to see what Kyle Trask can do? Okay. I don't think he's going to win a division at nine and eight. I don't think he's going to win a division at all. I think they know what they have in Kyle Trask. Now, he's always done it this way. He's always been, a, you know, slow to get in the lineup, whether it's high school, college. Maybe that'll happen in the NFL where the light bulb goes off. But if they thought he was the answer, Baker Mayfield would not have been here last year, much less this year. They would shut it down and go, you know what? Our best quarterback is that guy over there. We're going all in with Kyle Trask. And they're not willing to do it. At least they haven't been to this point. Um, There's not a lot of great free agent quarterbacks out there. I'm not exactly sure who this guy wants. But you're talking about guys like Russell Wilson, who's played awful the last couple years in Denver. You can probably get him for the minimum salary because the Broncos owe him so much. Um, You're talking about Kirk Cousins, who's coming off an Achilles tear and just started throwing the ball the other day with very gingerly, I might add. Um, So I don't even know when he's going to be ready. You know, this is the thing, like the pool of free agent quarterbacks, if Baker Mayfield makes it to free agency, you know who's going to be arguably the top free agent quarterback? Yeah, Baker Mayfield. (laughs) 
because he's done something, right? He took his team most recently to the postseason. And he did it, you know, digging them out of a, you know, losing six out of seven in the big hole that they were in and all of that. So there's going to be teams interested. The New England Patriots may be one of those teams. They've got four or five guys on that coaching staff and front office staff that are from Cleveland. They were there when they drafted Baker and won overall. And they guess what? They like Baker Mayfield. And now they're in New England. Now the Patriots have the third overall pick. So personally, I can't fathom them not taking a quarterback there. But they're rebuilding, and you don't know what you're going to get from Jared Mayo and, and that, that entire staff. I mean, this is a rebuild. He doesn't want to be part of that, from what I understand. He wants to win, right? And he knows he can win here. He won here last year. Now, it's going to be important for them to get back Mike Evans, uh, obviously, you know, re-sign a guy like Antoine Winfield Jr. or franchise him, whatever you got to do. And, and Baker's certainly going to look at those things. But on the whole, he knows that this organization is stable. Uh, they're going to draft more good players. They're going to make sure that he's, you know, surrounded by guys that can win. Likes the head coach, so I, I did. I think every sign points to him wanting to come back and not wanting to go someplace where he's not. Not only is he starting over, but the whole team kind of is. That's sort of not where he is in his career right now. So uh, when it gets done, listen, I. I don't know, and and I'm sorry you're not, Scott, you're not on board with this, but I don't think they have any good options. Could they draft a quarterback? Absolutely. Um, You know, they pick very late, 26, 27, something like that, and there's some guys they like. I don't know if they'll be there. Michael Penix is one of those um, from Dade City. Um, You know, he could fall because of his medicals, because he's had two torn ACLs. We'll see how he does at this combine. But Bruce Arians loves his deep ball throwing, loves his accuracy. Uh, so could you go that route? Yeah. But you've got a winnable division, and the guy that just won it is a free agent, and he wants to come back. So that just it just feels like to me, whether you draft a quarterback or not somewhere, that Baker's going to be your guy for the next two to three years. And then we'll see. You know, Then we'll see how he does. Um, but this thing will probably be – go into at least the, you know, sort of what they call the legal tampering period or the negotiating period, which is March 11th through the 13th. You know, there's those three days there. And then on the 13th at 4 p.m., that's when you have the, you know, Schefter Palooza, when he starts announcing all the guys and where they're going um, because those contracts are signed or being signed. Um, and so that will happen. If Baker's not, If Baker's not part of that, if he's not – signed, sealed, and delivered by, you know, the start of the new league year on on March 13th, then I would worry a bit. And that's not to say that they couldn't still sign him, but it does mean that he's got options and that he's going to look at them, right? And once you get out there, you're under no obligation. In fact, if I was a team, I'd be very upset if you're shopping my offer, right, back to the Bucks. But it happens. Um, but I think once you get to free agency, then you can't count on the guy coming back. And now you wonder what will the Bucks do? You know, uh, at that point, I think they just go with Trask, and I think they draft a quarterback. You know, where I don't know, who I don't know, but I think that's what you do. And you got John Wolford, you got Kyle, and then you got whoever the young guy is going to be. That's just my guess. But I don't think it's going to come down to that. I think Baker will be back. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, speaking of the box, we're going to have a chance to talk to Jason Light and Todd Bowles. That's coming up today, uh, right around noon. We'll get them off to the side, and also they'll be on the podium. Get the latest on free agency, what they think of the quarterback situation. Mike Evans, you know, Antoine Winfield, will they use the franchise tag, which is due by next Tuesday? Some teams are already starting to use it. Will there be players cut to create more cap space? So we got a lot of that. And the Tampa Bay Lightning are back in action. Who they got this week? They are at Philly tonight to wrap up their three-game homestand. They won the first two on the – or not homestand, road trip. Yeah. Won the first two over the weekend. So they could make it a clean sweep tonight in Philly. We got torts in Philly, so that'll be good. Uh, good road trip for them after a, a less than stellar homestand, and so they want to keep racking up the points. So we'll be back to talk about all of that. Probably uh, do it late tomorrow night. I got a flight home after the uh, extravaganza here in Indianapolis with uh, Jason Light and Bruce. Or Bruce, listen to me. Bruce Arians is back. No, Todd Bowles uh, talking again uh, to the media right around 12, 1 o'clock, somewhere in there. And so we'll have all that for you on TampaBay.com and in the Tampa Bay Times. Thanks for listening. As always, for Steve Persnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.